Today on the Southern California Real Estate Report, a new apartment building is proposed in Del Mar. Stay tuned. Good morning. Welcome to Southern California Real Estate Report. This is Bob McGuire and Daniel Wise coming to you from San Diego, California. So once again in the news, um, a large North County apartment project. This one is a 259-unit apartment project that is proposed in Del Mar. Yes, and we've actually talked about um, this before. This was originally um, slated to be a hotel. It was, and and so it's an interesting site. So for those of you that are um, local to San Diego and who spend a lot of time in North County, I think like probably Danielle and I do quite a bit, and both of us are dog owners, so this is right above Dog Beach mm-hmm. um, in Del Mar. It's a really nice site. It's a, it's a bluff site, right? So it's a seven-acre site that sits up on the bluff. The proposed density is 259 units. So this this site does have a history, as Danielle said. This was originally um, slated to be a high-end boutique um, hotel. And through Measure G, which was – so it was put on the ballot to be approved and it got shot down. Yeah. And so Carol Lazier is the owner of this site. And she is a, you know, longtime real estate person – here in San Diego, um, has a has a development background. Worked for both Zephyr, and uh, she also worked for um, the Robert Green Company. The hotel was called Marisol, and um, the voters defeated that in 2020. And so the site has sat vacant. And so what's happened now? Well, the state has put down mandates for. New affordable housing, so AB 1398 and then um, Senate Bills 330 and number 8, all three of those bills require affordable housing in these areas. So cities, and we've talked about this before on the other apartment project that was being proposed in Encinitas, mm-hmm. right? Um, there was pushback on that, you know, and, and so there's been all sorts of you know, contentious conflict with these projects when they get proposed, especially in these high-end areas. So Encinitas, Del Mar, um, there's also a history in Northern California. There was just a recent project in Woodside, which is, you know, a San Francisco suburb. And those those, those local uh, residents tried to claim that the site that they were using was a uh, – uh, like a mountain lion habitat um, to try and shoot it down. And the state attorney general got involved in that and threatened legal action. So so these are always contentious battles. Now, this is um, something that is going to be hard to block because these laws are are put in place. So the the composition of this project, it's, it's 259 apartment units, um, 78% of the city's Need for lower income housing is met in this. So this is uh, this is a pretty uh, a pretty good deal for the city of Del Mar that they can knock out a huge part of this requirement in one project. But because it's on a bluff and because it's you know wedged into a pretty high end area, 
Um, and, you know, those residents are looking at it. And look, everyone, you and I have talked about this before. You know, everyone, I think, has kind of a, a low opinion of what, quote, unquote, affordable housing is. Well, and I think that's the problem, right? And I think that when you think about low – when I think – when I think when people think about low-income housing, they think about bringing a lot of riffraff to neighborhoods, and I, I think that that is a, a myth that can easily be busted. It's not, you know, the, it's not about it's about making more communities more inclusive because it, you know, the reality was 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, these neighborhoods were more inclusive. Yeah, and they're they're more inclusive. Than than they will ever be again. By the way, so if you think about you know if a lot of the, these people that have this argument fail to realize that when they moved into these neighborhoods, they were probably they might have even qualified for low income housing. They they might have been just starting off in their careers and they moved to a suburb that now has grown up to be a high end neighborhood and well, their careers have also developed as, as a result. So it's it's a it's wrong to think, in my opinion, that low income or affordable. We have to have those things because the reality is that there's there's nothing affordable about living in San Diego anymore. Yeah. Especially for people who are just trying to get their foot in the door. Yeah. So you have to provide housing for people who need it, and the people who need it, are, like a teacher salary. You think they can live in Del Mar? No way in hell. Yeah. Like, and look, that's our that's market in California in general is is not well balanced. It's not very healthy. Um, you know, I, I, you know, as as a real estate person, as somebody who, um, you know, who we actively manage, we've actively invested. We have investments out of state that are in real estate, you know, and in apartments. And seeing the comparison of, you know, what goes on in California, I mean. And, and, and what happens in other places, you know, the, the fact of life is, is that, um, in order to get like a more, a more equitable market, and right. that's what government is trying to do. Everything's about trying to create, you know, the, these mismatches and sort of a social engineering approach to what's happening from a standpoint of housing and community and neighbors and things in neighborhoods and things like that. At the end of the day though, it the more units that we have, the more balance that we have, um, the more stabilized rent will become. You won't need this heavy handed government intervention that happens here in California. I think a lot of this stuff, you know, people need to think about the fact that um, you know, and I agree with what you're saying, but I look at the affordable aspect, too, of just the local economy. I mean, these are people in a lot of cases that are working in the hospitals, exactly. working in the schools, but that's, that's are my working point, for though. the fire department. I think that's know? exactly my point. I mean, so, if you think about it, so, you know. You know, it used to not be that big of a stretch for someone to – maybe Del Mar was always a stretch. But, like, Encinitas was a working-class neighborhood for yeah, forever. a long time. And it's it, – honestly, that changed only about 10 years ago. I know. Should, even even before – you know, when I when I first got here, it was it was kind of a sleepy, hippie beach town. Exactly. You know? Like, the reality is, is that <laughs> low income, I think, it gets a really derogatory name for itself. But the reality is, is that it's – it's just housing for the everyday person. I was back east in, in Cleveland, of all places, so 
my my dad is from Cleveland and, and he is not a, <laughs> a huge fan of Cleveland. People but from the East wouldn't say that's East. They'd say that's Midwest. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I was everywhere. I was back East. I was Midwest. I yeah. was all over the place. But my point being is that like I looked at like I looked at the highest end neighborhood in right outside of Cleveland. Yeah. And like the average price of a home was like seven hundred thousand. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's Cleveland. Yeah, and that the, gets you like four thousand square feet on a one you, acre lot. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Right. But and, the point being is that like like that that is that is almost more healthy of an of an economy right now than what we have, and the reason is is that you should not be spending all your money on housing and all your money on health care to raise a family right now. That's what it's turning out to be for most people. It is. It's hard to live in California. I mean, California has a lot of, a a, a lot of barriers that are, you know, self-imposed from the, you know, and, and then we have this national issue of inflation, things like that. So you, like you're saying, you know, just general day-to-day costs, then housing costs, then fuel and, Getting around. I mean, it's just very yeah, expensive. Yeah, gas was three dollars a gallon. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's no wonder why people are considering. <coughs> it's no wonder why people are considering leaving when you don't have places for people to live. Yeah. You don't have. You know, you can't get around traffic. Right. I mean, traffic's the other thing, but like, you know. It, gas is expensive. Cost of living is so expensive. Yeah. And how do you expect to have communities that don't have? The people in it that serve it, like yeah. you can't, it cannot be full of yeah. a big executives every which. Yeah, every that's just it, right? Block. Not everyone in San Diego works in biotech and tech. No, you know? exactly. So and we, and, and we can't, and, and that's it, not a diverse economy if, if you right. consider it. So and and so that that's the thing. So so this project, just to go on a little bit more about kind of what the makeup is here. So look, I understand that like if you're looking at this. As, so first of all, there's, there's some really contentious things that are going on. So the bluff top real estate has been majorly contentious because of climate change. The state has said that they were going to do takings and they were going to, you know, remove some of the big housing, you know, the big houses that were up there. There was a big fight over that not too long ago. I think we did a podcast about it, maybe even in, in, in the last two years that that had come up. And part of that is in Del Mar. You know, it's on the other side of this as you're going further south, but it has been a big thing. So I I can see why the residents of Del Mar are going, wait a minute. I mean, uh, uh, just 18 months ago, you guys were talking about single family residential not being on the bluff. Now you're cramming on, you know, a fairly sizable building. But at the end of the day, it goes back to these laws. And, you know, the way that these laws are written, this is city by city. So, Del Mar is its own city, you know, Encinitas is its own city, and so on and so forth. And so that's where these housing these housing requirements come in from the state. So to give you some color on this building, um, the name of the building would be Seaside Ridge. It would have nine buildings. Some of those buildings would be up to four stories. It's got a two-story two parking podium garage, so similar to what we've seen over in Del Mar, like at um, – at one Paseo, you know, a similar type of uh, parking structure. The um, taller buildings are clustered in the center on the east portions of the site. The development would have 305 parking spots, 25 electric car charging stations, and then the apartment mix would um, be 71 studios, 131 one-bedrooms, 38 two-bedrooms, and 19 three-bedrooms. 
and then it would also include some common area open space and a trail that's accessible to the public that leads to a views of the ocean. So sounds like a beautiful site. It, it sounds like they're going to try and, you know, plan it with the thoughts of, you know, you know, using the ocean as a background and obviously something that would be accessible to people to to enjoy. The density, when I read it, it's like, whoa. I know. Right? <laughs> you it know, is a little. It's, it's a little heavy, right? But this is just a proposal. Things always get watered down. Yeah. And so we'll see how this goes. This is going to be interesting to follow because it, it fills 100% of the median requirement that came with these bills. So it checks two really big boxes, 78% and 100%. So one of the other alternative sites is over at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Um, and they're talking about maybe carving out some land. So I think the city of Del Mar and those people that are land planning in Del Mar are saying, hey, maybe we can push it close to the highway and, and you know, it's in a more uh, or maybe in a less – you know, desirable spot. And, and so I think that's something that they're trying to come up with. So that is probably going to be the battle here and it'll be interesting to follow this. So we'll stay on top of this. Um, keep, uh, keep, we'll, we'll keep you up to speed and, and keep looking at these new projects. We're going to see more and more of these new projects being proposed in these areas. And these are obviously the most interesting to us because they're in the higher end areas and it's always, you know, kind of an interesting real estate battle to see what they actually end up with. Thanks for listening today. This is Southern California Real Estate Report.